We have some big news. Today, Wick is a birthday boy. You are officially dating the birthday boy. <laughs> Happy birthday and Merry Christmas. Thank you very much, babes. I appreciate being a year older. I'm now in my 40s. Yeah. Still as immature as ever. Uh, I think I think you, you even you admitted that you're improving little by little, right? Little by little. It's a process. It's not just an event. You would hope that people who are getting older will mature, and some people do and some people don't. Last night, I think you were doing the dishes, mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about what happened with the delivery. Oh, yeah. Everyone has we, been in dispense. Almost. Almost didn't get anything. But we'll get there soon. Okay. And when you were, spoiler alert, when you were doing dishes, we were thinking we weren't getting anything yet. That's how late it was. Yes. Anyways, I'm watching a video that just came out a couple weeks ago from some YouTuber in Canada where he goes around interviewing people from their late 60s to their, like, mid-80s. Wow. And talking about their lives, what they regret, what they think is a problem with our culture today, and, you know, how they go about living their lives. It was pretty interesting. Huh. Yeah, like, their complaints about the younger generations are the ones that I have, where everybody's on their phone. It's uh -huh. more about being on social media than having yeah. actual relationships. And, and, and the... the and the younger generations believe that if they become an influencer, they'll they'll be insta famous. I think somebody said almost that exact thing. They didn't yeah. use the term insta famous, but they were talking about but, influencers. And I just and I just said it right now. I mean, I never said it before, but mm -hmm. I mean, they want to be um, famous on any kind of social media platform, and they think it's going to make them a living, and it's not. Well, it might, but it might, but a lot of times it won't. It won't. Yeah, you have to really, really put yourself out there. And uh, even I knew, um, even even I knew, you know, eleven years ago when I graduated, that um, if you really want something bad enough, you have to, you know, if you really want to be on a platform, for example, bad enough, you have to really market yourself. Exactly. And do you want to waste all that time? I guess it's depending on your priorities in life, maybe it's not a waste. But yeah. It was, it was fascinating, t people talking about their regrets. One couple was saying that they wish they had traveled younger. So they started traveling when they turned, when they were around 50. Mm -hmm. And they said, we waited until we had the money, but maybe we could have started traveling in our 30s. I'm paraphrasing here. Yeah. And we, we wouldn't have had as much money, but we could have had more fun and yeah. had more life experiences. And I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mm -hmm. might, maybe I'll make it a, a pre-birthday boy tradition of where I watch that video every year. Oh my goodness. Really? Yeah. What? I don't know. Really? Well, it, wasn't some of it depressing in some ways? A little bit, but it's also a good reminder that you're not going to live forever. But also too, you're not alone in how you think. Yeah, exactly. So I guess in some ways it's probably a good thing, but it really makes you reflect, doesn't it? Yeah, this one lady was talking. She's super successful. She was like 75. I think she said oh, that wow. she was still working. Wow. But she said that she wished she had been nicer to people mm. and helped more people out along the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Mm. And she can still be nicer to people yeah. for as long as she can. One guy was talking about how he wished... He had learned an instrument in high school. Mm, wow. It was very interesting. A good video. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yes. And then this morning, babes, mm -hmm. I was watching a YouTube video. I don't know how to contextualize this. 
a man was talking about how it, the universe is infinite, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, people have problems understanding what that means. But that means that anything that has a possibility of happening most likely has, including you just pop into existence. So, like, maybe I didn't exist yesterday and I exist now. And all the m- memories before yesterday were just implanted into my head. Oh, did you guys have out there? I got to think about this one. This is going to require some serious contemplation on my part. That sounds really out there to me. That sounds very out there to I'm me, I'm like, too. how can they be implanted in your head if you didn't exist? But now you do exist. But now you do. I just I just cannot go with that. I, I just can't. It just sounds really, uh, I don't know what you would call it. I don't know. I don't know if I can or not. I mean, if the universe I, is infinite, then maybe, right? I don't know. I don't know. Is it? I mean, the, I mean, it depends on what people would call infinite never ending i would say that'd be my definition is it just goes on and on forever and you could never even if you lived for eternity you could never reach the end of the universe but then is this the only universe oh jeez you know no no that what what whatever uh, that was that guy a scientist or was he just kind of giving his thoughts on the universe i don't know i mean you don't know he had long hair, but he seemed like he knew what he was talking about. Not that you don't if you have long hair, but I don't. <laughs> you don't if you have long hair. <laughs> um, that's, That sounds really out there. I know. Really I just sounded there. really old by saying that, but I am in my 40s now. <laughs> so cut your damn hair, you youngsters. <coughs> uh, You're not that old. No, keep your hair long if you want to. It's personal. I think purpose. it's weird for guys to have long hair, in my opinion, but... What whatever I it's don't not know. my thing, and, and I also think it's weird for guys to wear earrings. Yeah, um, I used to have an earring. Yeah, but you said it was a stupid mistake. It was a stupid mistake. I was like nineteen at the point point that when I got it. But babes, mm-hmm. I might have even been eighteen. Anyways, yeah. So you believe that God created the universe, and my question I would have for you is: Is it infinite, or does it end at some point? Well. I think the universe that we know now is going to end, but he's going to make it better. There will be an end to this earth. There will be an end to the heavens as we know it now, but it, but they are going to come together. It's not, it's just, you know, eventually it's going to come to an end, but it's not going to end the way that people think it is. Okay. So in your belief, when we have like the new earth or the new heaven or whatever we're planning to call this place, mm-hmm. does it end? Can you go to a point to where it's just there's no more to see? You, or you is have it to ever ask God about that. But what I, are you, but what are your thoughts on this? I don't know. You've never thought about that. No, I don't. I huh. just I no. I mean, I I just think that um, however God created it, that's how He created it. I don't need to know if it ends or not. Um, it's not really that important to me. But this this universe as we know it will end. Well, I, I mean, even scientists have speculated that. Yeah, it will. It 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 will, but it's not going to end the way that other people, but that some people think it will. But then we have to get into questions about the multiverse and all that stuff, and that's really complicated. I think it's not as complicated as people are making it, and I don't. I don't even believe that there is a multiverse. 
I don't know. I mean, I don't, it's one of those things, and I know I say this a lot with hippie. That sounds like really out there too. What I say is I don't believe it, but I don't not believe it either. You know what I mean? Like it hasn't been proven to me and I could see it not being real, but I could also see, oh, maybe it is. Maybe there is a multiverse out there. Maybe we're just one in a vast number of universes. And I, I mean, I know I've told you this before probably recently but something that neil degrasse tyson said on joe rogan that's really trippy and he said it this last time he was on but he said it a couple times ago too is that we think of the multiverse is there's a reality where alana is a pirate and kills people for fun right and yeah that's true yeah and yeah, that's true that there is a universe. I mean, not that's true, but you know, if we're playing Maple Leaf here. That's true that there's a universe where you're a pirate and you go around just killing people. But it's also true that there's multiple versions of you that you live your life without any variation the same way that you're doing it now. And because the it's infinite universes, it's like an infinite number of you that are just living your life in the exact same way. That's so out there. I know that's a little bit hard that for me to. That is so out there. Well, because that would, that would negate the idea that there is no person like you, right? But if there were there, if there were more me's, and that would that would mean that there are people like me. But I don't think that there is anybody like me. Even my even my sister, who happens to be my twin, is not completely like me either. But maybe you're the only one like you in this version of the multiverse. Oh. That's so out there. It's a little bit strange. I, I think a little I, bit strange. It's very strange. I don't know if I believe it, but I could be convinced. Multiple versions of me living my life the same way or yeah. different nuts. That's just that's just so out there. Uh-uh. It, it could be the case. Who knows? I mean, I definitely don't. I I really don't think that there are multiple versions of me. Oh, I don't. I don't know how I would be able to find that out. <laughs> well, it's theoretical at this point. We don't know for sure. It's theoretical, which means that it isn't true. Well, it means well, if it's true, it's true. But we don't know if it's true. Is what I. But we don't know that it's not true either. Yeah, these people have an answer for everything, don't they? Not really. I mean, everybody claims that they know what's going on. Not I the just, scientists. Yeah, I don't know. The multiverse is just so. I don't know how anyone would be able to prove that that theory. To be honest. I mean, I guess if you contacted somebody else from, like, a nearby universe, then maybe. If there is a way to do that, I don't know. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of, like, it sounds like a really, it would be a really interesting sci-fi movie, right? The well, they, multiverse. They've done sci-fi stuff about this type of thing, right? I mean, I, I... Well, I mean, based on the concept, but, you know. Yeah, I know all roads go back to Star Trek. Yeah. But there is that great episode in the first season... And it's one of the few things that Deep Space Nine, I felt, did really bad when they tried to copy it, where they go to, like, the Mirror Universe, and there's, like, a Captain Kirk and a Spock, but they're, like, evil. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, the our heroes from the regular universe. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Good stuff there. Uh, oh, my. Yes, but you are now dating... The birthday boy. And I think somebody just texted you. I know, but Uncle, whoever that is later, it's probably my mama. Yo, mama. So let's talk about what happened last night in relation to food. Yeah. 
quick update, in case you didn't hear it yesterday, or however far away we separated these. You and I both placed orders in to get food. Yes. I did from Walmart. You ordered from Safeway via Instacart. Instacart. Uh-huh. And you got the fast and flexible. My order was supposed to be here between 9 and 10 yesterday. And I was hoping that it was going to be because then I could cancel mine and, uh, you know, go off of yours. Exactly. And I was kind of thinking... The same thing because I had more stuff on mine and it would have been better for you in the long run. Uh, and it wouldn't have been that much of a financial hit for me if mine would have come first. Uh-huh. So I, I wanted that to happen too. Mm-hmm. So it's about 10. I get a notification from Walmart saying we're working on this. It should be there within the next two hours. That didn't happen. We do this. We watch some TV. We cook dinner, and by now, because it's like dinner time, we're kind of thinking... Wait, hold on. Go ahead. I got a text. I got a notification at about one thirty saying that my order is supposed to come by 4 p.m. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so we're like, okay, well, let's see what goes on with this. And I'm checking back and forth in the Walmart app as we're doing this and when we were watching The Wire yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, time goes on, we make dinner, and I'm thinking, listen, I turned 40 today, and I'm not a Christmas... No, today now. Today now, yeah. Yeah, so, and I'm a Christmas... I'm not a Christmas person, but I'm thinking to myself, I would like some cake on my birthday. It's not the end of the world. I don't need... You said that last night, yes. Yeah, I don't need to harass you about it. You don't need to know that I would like cake on my birthday. I already knew you would. Oh, you did? Okay. I I know you, Bubs. I mean, mainly because I would like cake any day of the week. And this is just a good excuse without getting harassed. I would, too. And and there are times where I didn't get cake on my birthday. You didn't get cake on your 40th. I did not. Yeah. I did not. Which we would have hung out, but it was literally the... Oh, it was month a, after COVID started. It was a very strange birthday for yeah, me. I wasn't allowed to have people over at my place, meaning my building wasn't allowing guests because it was so quickly after COVID. And I and I was still not living on my own yet. Yeah. And every restaurant in the city, for the most part, I think, was closed down or you dined outside. And it was people were ordered. Yeah, people were still figuring that out. That's how yeah, that was that was a very strange April for me. It just seemed like the longest April I've ever experienced. Yeah, but in any event, we make dinner last night, and I'm thinking, okay, I don't have to make a big thing about this. It's not the end of the world. I'm not. And, I'm not turning four. I'm turning forty. I don't have to have cake on my birthday. And it and it tasted really good, by the way. The dinner, um, the the Italian bread was really good, and the pasta. We decided, yeah, that's what we were going to make. We weren't sure what to do. But I didn't want to make the turkey last night because I'm thinking leftovers with turkey, we're not going to have enough Uh to get us through the day. And you did have pasta and we did have some tomato sauce. Usually when I make pasta, I like to put a lot more veg in it Uh because all we really had were olives. Olives, yeah. But we did have some leftover basil and... And parsley. So I had to put that in there. Uh And we made... We took... uh, the bread you had ordered last week and made some uh, Italian bread. It was really good. Yeah. Yes. I I put some Parmesan on it because I wanted to get fresh parm last week, 
But the only thing they gave me was a bagged up stuff. But that works for something. And like then this. I got I got the fresh grated Parmesan that we didn't use. Yeah. So we eat dinner, cleaning up. I'm watching the video. You come to sit down. And our plan last night was to watch White Christmas. Buzz. I mean, White Christmas. Ah. And we're literally just about this to start the movie. And we kind of discussed, let's cancel our orders after the first movie. But in my head, I'm thinking, this is a just-in-case thing. We're never going to get a notification that they're shopping today. It's just not going to happen. Because we're having weird weather stuff, and it's, you know, Christmas Eve. But right before we started the movie, you get a text saying that some lady named Tiffany was shopping for you. Uh-huh. And we waited. It took maybe 45 minutes to an hour. Just about, yeah. And then and then I got the order about uh, seven-ish. Yeah. It was good stuff. She got the cake. I got I got the cake. I got the ice cream. I've got a couple sodas. I, I got what some things that I needed. Um, I also got the chicken stock. The only thing that was really missing was the uh, the heavy whipping cream, but that's that's not a big thing. Yeah, and because we were planning to use that to make creamy pasta this weekend because we thought maybe the order would come in like the day before. So it's not the end of the world. Nope. Yeah. Uh, she hooked it up, this lady Tiffany. She did. I normally don't like women named Tiffany. You normally don't well, like my, women named... Well, my dad uh, dated one back in the day, and she was kind of a see you next Tuesday, if I might say. I, I've met some nice Tiffany's. Oh, good. I, I, yeah, I've met some very nice Tiffany's. Nice, nice, nice. You can't just base it on one person. I know. Like, like I know I know you, made a, you knew a bad Angela, but I've met some nice Angelas. And I've met other people with bad names. <laughs> that were nice people. That were originally, uh, initially nice people. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> You've known a bad Marvin who was starving. Yeah, I've known some bad Marks. Yeah. Yeah. And Mark is another term for, you know, uh, somebody you could take advantage of. So. What? Yeah. Okay. People say that guy, dude's a Mark. I don't know how that came into our culture. I don't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. I mean, I've heard of the Karen thing, but not the Mark. Mark has been a thing way longer than Karen. Like, I remember growing up in the 90s, people would use that term. Really? Yeah. I've never heard that before. I'm surprised. How did it go? How was it? You say somebody's a Mark. And that basically means that you can run a scam on them. You could run a scam on them. Yeah. Wow. Now, I really... I have many, many, many issues with my parents. Mm -hmm. But one of the few things they did right, they gave me a normal name. And I know that they named me off, you know, my dad. I was named after him. Mm -hmm. But still, it's a normal American name, Mm -hmm. which I like having. I like that, you know, it's not like super complicated or artistic. Yeah. And on top of that, since Rick and Morty, the term you're a Rick has become associated with somebody who's super intelligent and knows what's going on. But Rick doesn't know that. Rick is super intelligent. Well, I mean, I mean, from Rick and Morty. Yeah, he is. But then he also he's also a, um, a major alcoholic, too. OK, he is emotionally very distant. Very. But as far as what he can do, it's great. He is. I think Morty is a more um, emotionally um, 
he kind of balances Rick out emotionally. Yeah. Because Morty is very emotional and he cares about his parents even though they're kind of weird. We got to watch Vindicator 3 sometime. But there's a great scene in it where they're in their quarters and Rick is brushing his teeth and talking to Morty about how he doesn't want to do this thing. And Morty's reading about Vindicators too, mm-hmm. and about how they weren't invited for that because of like um, personnel issues. And then uh, Rick, you just hear Rick saying, "Don't worry, Morty. It's not about you. These people have a problem with me." <laughs> <laughs> a problem with me. Yeah, that episode is like a mini movie. Oh wow! But anyways, yeah, Tiffany stepped up in this case. Oh no! Oh, I mean, I've had I've had very good orders besides um, this one. Yeah, I've had issues with Instacart. We don't have to go into it again. You already know what those. I've are. had issues. I've had major issues with Walmart um, delivery, but it's it's been like only a couple of times, really. Mm-hmm. Well, yesterday was my first major issue with Walmart delivery. Like, here's the thing: I do get that it's Christmas Eve, and I also understand that they there was a weather condition here in town. So I I get if you're gonna be late. But I think if you're going to be more than three hours late, maybe you should contact the customer and say something like, we don't know if we can provide this order today. Yeah, because I remember when I ordered from Walmart last year and this was going on, but it was the weather was a lot worse. And it was Friday. I was by myself and I contacted somebody via chat Mm -hmm. and they were kind to I, I told them what was going on. And they were kind to uh, cancel it because I'm like, they're not going to be able to get get here in this weather. When we get the notification that Tiffany is shopping, I think you asked me, are you going to cancel your order yet? Uh-huh. And I said, I wanted to wait because I wasn't sure what she could get off of the list. Because who knows how much stuff is even in stores right now. Uh-huh. Right? And like you said, she got mostly everything. So I didn't even cancel my order until around 7 last night. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, no, they're not going to get to you. If it's past 7, then it's like, okay. It's supposed to be here before 10. Before 10 p.m.? Before 10 a.m. Before 10 a.m., yeah, yeah. exactly. Because it's And it's already like... It was yeah, 7. Not, yeah, it was, it was like, like a little... It was like maybe 7.10 when I canceled. Yeah, it was about 9 hours after. Yeah. So... And they asked me the reason for canceling, and I just... You know, the first option was, would not be here in time. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a weird thing, too. Walmart doesn't do deliveries on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And on some level, I get that because, you know, employees want to spend time with their families. And people usually get their stuff beforehand. On the other hand, mm-hmm. there are people who maybe aren't, who are maybe holiday challenged like myself and don't know to order stuff ahead of time. Now, that wasn't exactly my case. Mm-hmm. And... Maybe it would be good for them to have the option to get something on Christmas Day. Also, Walmart treats their employees horribly. So why not just push them to work on Christmas? But they don't run the, the app. They they outsource it. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yes. But but we did get an order, and one of the orders, which was mine, had a cake in it, so... I'm I'm pretty happy. Um, we don't know what exactly the cake it is. I think it's a chocolate cake, but we don't know what kind, um, because there was no label on it. So, I'm yeah. really 
Looking forward to that and the small things of Jamoka Almond Fudge. You keep telling me it's amazing. I, I like it. I wish they were bigger. They're from uh, Baskin Robbins. Um, that That's one of my favorite ice creams, and I'm surprised you never had it. I've heard of it. Yeah, Jamoka Almond Fudge is really good. It does sound really tasty. Yeah, I think I think you'll like it a lot. Yes. It's not just plain chocolate ice cream, but it's got the nuts in it. It's got the fudge. It's got the mocha flavoring. It's good. It's it's really good, and I'm not a and I'm not a coffee person either. But this is this is a next level yummy. When we were waiting last night, mm-hmm. we listened to the Christmas special of Take the Floor. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Actually, I thought it was really good. It was. I'm not a big fan of Christmas music, with a few exceptions. But that was a fun episode. It was fun, and they did like little Christmas medleys with a Scottish twist. <laughs> And somehow they always ended up with bum, bum, or they started with it. Yeah. My only complaint about Take the Floor is sometimes the music is a little bit too repetitive. That's really, yeah, me too. Yeah, I I think so too. But after a while, I get over that. and I'm like, I just love the music. It makes me happy. Yeah. And to hear Gary, I, who's this co-host, that one lady? Jennifer. Jennifer. I like hearing them talk and their interaction. Yeah, they, they seem like they really, really like uh, being there. And um, it's it's so fun to hear their accents. Uh-huh. And, and Gary Ennis just sounds like a jolly guy, you know, like he's really jolly and, and happy that he's doing this job. I, I, I love that show. Have you ever thought about writing him an email? No, I haven't. Because I think you can. And Jennifer will read emails sometimes. So yeah. you could write him something saying, I'm a blind woman from Portland. I, I won't do the accent. You could say something like, I'm a blind woman from Portland, Oregon. Me and my boyfriend listen to you every week. And you made our Christmas a little bit better this year. Yeah. I don't know. You, you made our Christmas a lot fun uh, because we li- we got to listen to your show. Yeah. Because we didn't hear the whole thing. But it was um it was really fun. He, yeah, so we listened to about two episodes yesterday, an episode and a half, and I think he said that he was going to be live on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, so oh, wow. there might be some new episodes. Nice. But I might have heard that wrong, too, because, you know, sometimes I am in my own little world, in my multiverse. He kind of remind, reminds me of, like, a jolly Scottish elf. Yeah, <laughs> I could see that. Uh, uh, one that would uh, dress up in Santa costumes. You know what I was just thinking, babes? What? If the multiverse is real, there's a universe where you are with Gary Anus. 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 What? It's Gary Anus. Well, you're not supposed to touch the birthday boy like that. Like, what? Give me a kiss. What? Give me a kiss. Hey, that means I can't kiss you either. Oh, no. You, no, I said like that. You can still touch me. <laughs> but you touched my nipple. I did not. Yeah, you did, did I? I'm you did. sorry. I did not know that. <laughs> I was trying to go over here. No, that's not how you touch the birthday boy. <laughs> the birthday boy is very fragile. Buzz, you're forty. I know. You're not a fragile <laughs> one. Um, you know what? So there is a universe, maybe, where you two are together and I'm hosting Take the Floor. <laughs> and me and Jennifer are getting after it. What? But then there's probably another universe, babes, mm-hmm. where you two are together and yeah, I'm hosting Take the Floor, but it's like the biggest show in the world. Like in some ways, it almost feels like our little secret because nobody else I know talks about it. Would that would that be so? Like, would you have a Scottish accent or would you have a, a an American one? There's multiple versions of this, but I'm thinking of the version where I'm an American. I visit, and through a weird uh, occurrence of events, 
I end up taking over the hosting duties of Take the Floor. And then from there, it just becomes this worldwide phenomenon. Oh, my goodness. What do you think about that? Uh, that's weird. Mm. I mean, I can't imagine Gary Innes as my my boyfriend. <laughs> You'd wake up in the morning and be like, Rudy, good morning, Alana. How's it? Welcome to the day. And you'd be like, I want to sweep some more, okay? <laughs> Who are you? Yes. What are you doing in my house? I didn't invite you here. <laughs> I hope he's a normal guy. He seems like... I know he's interviewed people, but he, he just seems very happy yeah. to me. And even when he laughs, I, lo- I like his laugh. I Yeah, I used to think Gian Gameshi was really normal until those charges came out. Oh, you mean with the um the, the, the punching the girls yeah. in the face? But, I mean, that was apparently consensual, which I still... I don't get that. The rumor I heard, and I've heard Mr. Gameshi is very litigious, so I, it, it, oh, wow. it is a rumor... Is that he would go on these dating websites and tell women, come over to my pay- place and I'm going to punch you out. And so it would be women who are into those sexual kinks. That is so odd. Yeah. That's like borderline domestic violence, except they're actually accepting it, which I, I never understood that. And I am of the opinion, let your freak flag fly. So if that's his thing, that's his thing. The some people said that it wasn't consensual. Other people said that it was. But I never would have guessed that from listening to him. So I just hope there's not like... I know that Gary Ennis doesn't walk around... Ennis, Bubs. Okay. I know he doesn't walk around all day talking like that. But you would hope that he's having a, a happy life. Yeah, or saying. or even if he's not, you know, completely has what he wants, he, he's working towards it. Exactly. You know, um... But um, I don't know. I I I like how he sounds. So I, I I think he sounds very very uh, fun and um, good natured. And he pro- he might actually be that way. Yeah, that's possible. Yes. I don't think twenty four seven. I wonder what Jennifer's like. Yeah, she seems like a happy lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, speaking of the holidays. Yes. And radio. 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 You were telling me something kind of interesting. That there's a radio station in Seattle called Warm and they grant people's Christmas wishes. Warm 106.9 is also a regular radio station, but um, they're one of the Christmas stations on the radio. And I remember uh, listening to it at night um, when I used to live with my aunt and uncle because I had a radio in my room. And um, they and it, around Christmas time, they would um, play phone calls of them calling people up to grant their Christmas wishes, like if they needed extra money, like if somebody called for them and they needed some extra money for medical expenses, mm-hmm. or if they needed money to help with the house um, payment or whatever it is, some, something that they really need, not like, oh, I need this to, um, to get a new iPhone. Yeah, or, it was like... Do you need a car so you can get to work type of thing? Right, right. Something that they actually need and something that they need, like, really, really badly. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really cool. And I met somebody in one of my classes that did um, that had a wish granted to her from Warm. And I forgot what it was about, but I thought, oh, I think I heard that phone call. That's really cool. It is. Yeah. I like how they do that just to make a, a people's... Christmas is a little bit brighter. And I I really don't care about the holidays, but I know that a lot of people do. And if they can be happier, then why not? And you know, we've had that discussion. I got into a heated 
conversation with a friend of mine a little bit more than 10 years ago. And I said, well, you know, Christmas is just this excuse that people use to act all happy and it's not genuine. And my friend's response was, yeah, but if they're happy for that day and if that's the excuse they need, then they're at least are using it for an excuse to be happy and be nice to people than using it as an excuse to be uh, rude to people. Uh-huh. And I hated saying Merry Christmas before them, but then she's like, yeah, but if you're saying Merry Christmas, she's like, I understand how you feel and you make a good argument. And I know I'm paraphrasing her words, but if you're saying Merry Christmas and it puts people in a good mood, then why do you have to worry about the religious significance behind it? It's putting people in a good mood and that's the most important thing. Well, yeah, I mean, even if you even if you don't celebrate it um, regularly, people do celebrate it and it just makes people feel good, even if um, you know, cause some people say, you know, they wish, uh, Jewish people a happy Hanukkah mm-hmm. and it isn't just, um, acknowledging that they celebrate Hanukkah or acknowledging that somebody celebrates Christmas, but it makes them feel happy. Um, generally speaking. Yeah. Like, oh, you, you took the time to say Merry Christmas to me. I appreciate it. Um, and I, I, and I say it anyway, uh, you know, even though it, you know, because I, I don't know who celebrates what, oh. but, but I say it because I, I love saying it. I've, I've never, um, I've never felt like I shouldn't say it, nice. but, but a lot of people are so afraid of it now. Um, not, not everybody, but I, I don't know. Um, but you know, I, 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 um, I see where she's coming from and not just because I celebrate Christmas. Sure. But because I I know where she's coming from. Yeah. Um. So it, that gave me. I'm something guessing to it think was about. a she. It was. You know this friend. This is uh like my long term very good female friend who's married by the way and does not live in the state. I I, I don't know this person. No, but, but you know of. I know of this person. Yeah, they give a lot of good advice. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, and I know people go back and forth to saying, you know, Merry Christmas or they, they'll say Happy Holidays to get everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, I've never really been a Happy Holidays kind of a person. I've usually gone, you know, with Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Hanukkah, whichever. Yeah, it is weird for me. And I think we touched on this yesterday when I see people in my life who I know from more of a, uh, let's say, party background. Mm-hmm. And I see them on social media saying Merry Christmas. And I think to myself, I had I would have no sense from any of the time we spent hanging around that you're a believer. But a lot of these people aren't because I... But I, what I don't understand is why would an, why would an atheist say it? Yeah. Uh, maybe I could understand if they would say it because their friends celebrate it. Mm-hmm. But why would they say it in general if they normally wouldn't? Or why would they celebrate it? As well. I, I never got that. We are on the same page with that. As you know, I have friends of mine who are atheists who I love and who are big Christmas people. I don't get that. Yeah. But maybe it's because they're really into the commercial part of it and they don't understand. They don't, maybe they don't, they don't get the religious part of it, which is a big part of it, obviously. But yeah. And we, but the commercialization of it, maybe that's what they're happy with. And we don't have to beat a dead horse. But as you know, I have a friend of mine who's not only an atheist. But he's super open about it. Like, he doesn't hide it at all. But he likes going to church functions as well. Like, he does it because he likes to. I never got that. And I I love this person. But I don't get that either. I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, I, I 
I know, I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. It's like, okay, either you like going to church or you don't. Or you... Yeah, I don't get it. Yes. I don't understand. So, saying Merry Christmas isn't really my jam, but I guess I could do it on occasion. You know, for the right person. Okay. Yes, Merry Christmas there, little J-O. Merry Christmas there, Yes. Oh, here's a question for you. Uh-oh. What is that? I know that you would prefer that if somebody celebrates Christmas that they were a Christian, right? But well, I mean, it would it. I I mean, it would make more sense to me if that's what you're asking. But my question for you is: you have two people; they're both atheists, mm-hmm. and one of them uh, celebrates Christmas, the other one doesn't. Which one would you rather? Would you rather there be an atheist who celebrates Christmas? Because maybe then at least they get introduced to the idea of Jesus Christ. So maybe that could help them later on in converting. Mm-hmm. Or would you rather know a atheist who doesn't uh, celebrate Christmas? They're honest, but there's less of an opportunity for them to feel the love from Jesus. Well, whether they do or whether they don't celebrate Christmas, there are other ways to introduce them. Mm. So, but I would rather that the, that the atheist was honest about it and not, and said that they didn't celebrate it, but maybe they wanted to um, for once. Interesting. It's, it's one thing if they did it because they wanted to try, you know, they wanted to see if they liked it, but it's another thing if they do it every single year you know, for <laughs> atheists, you know, it doesn't make any sense to me. No, I hear you. Know, you know what I mean? I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I'm going to pause this, and the reason is I want to take out our turkey and pour a little bit more chicken stock on it. Okay. But we will be back. You feel free to use the bathroom and or check your messages, and it, it should take me about two minutes. Okay. I, I'll be back. Okay. All right, babes. Yes? I poured a little bit more chicken stock. Oh, what? Oh, oh wait. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, let what? me know when you want me to take out the gravy for the potatoes. That's going to be uh, a while. A while. Because okay. it's going to... After we let the turkey cook, yeah. we're going to rest it for like an hour before I start cooking the, the potatoes. potatoes. Because we want the turkey to cool down a little bit. Yeah. Something about the way chemicals release in the turkey, if oh, you let yeah. it cool, makes it taste a little bit better. Yeah, and plus the, you know, the tryptophan is going to be in there too. Yeah, we might have to munch on a couple of carrots. Kill it. But when I was doing that, you said that you were going to call your mom back. I did. And I, I hear, Mom. Hello, Mom. Mom. No, because she, um, something happened and her phone dropped me, so she called me back. Oh, nice. Yeah. She's very nice. She wished me a happy birthday because I am the Double birthday, birthday boy. boy. And yes. she asked me what we were doing, and I said, oh, we're cooking a turkey, and we're going to um, cook some mashed potatoes and gravy. And then I said, um, we're going to have some cake and ice cream later on. Um, we do have some leftover cookies in the fridge, too. Oh, yeah. A leftover cookie dough. We have enough for at least one more batch, maybe two. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty good cookies. Yes, they are. They're, they're a little bit crumbly. Now, it's the first time I made cookie dough in the stand mixer. Yeah. I've only had it for about a year. Yeah. But I use good. that thing a lot. Oh, good. For other stuff. Oh, good. And come back in the bedroom. You say, I'm going to call them later when they get to my aunt's place or a little oh, bit. Gonna a little call. Bit. I, I told my, I asked my mom if she could call me later when they're there. And I said, 
Wouldn't it be funny if your mom put you on speakerphone and you just said, Merry Christmas from Jewel, and then everybody just starts applauding. <laughs> that would be weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so you go to bed last night. Uh-huh. And I eat, I'm kind of a night owl. I'm working on it. Yeah, no, you're, you're, I don't know, you're, I think you're more of a morning person. I'm a, I'm a weird mixture of things. You are. Yeah. Yeah. As you've experienced. Yes. It's like that, um, thing that Teddy Roosevelt's wife said to him, she's like, yeah, you think it's annoying living with you, with, with me, but remember, I'm the one who has to live with you. (laughs) But in any event, I'm watching a, I watched a couple of things when I actually became the birthday boy. Uh-huh. I was watching a video from Neil deGrasse Tyson yeah. when he was on CBS Sunday morning a couple of years ago. Oh. That was cool. Okay. But I watched a clip from the damage report and it was John Iderola talking with Francesca Fiorentini uh-huh. about their favorite Christmas movies, uh-huh. which I don't. I don't remember the list. I remember that Home Alone was on there. Oh yeah, a lot of people like Home Alone as much as you know. I like it too. The uh, both movies. Yeah, Scrooge. There's like a Muppet Christmas movie that they both the, liked. The Christmas, probably the Christmas Carol, whichever uh, version it is. Yeah. Or uh, the Christmas, the Christmas Story. I bet was mentioned. I think they mentioned it, but they didn't put it on the list. Like it was like an honorable mention. Type Shoot of your eye out. I I could have that wrong because I was like doing other stuff too. Yes. Um, and I thought, wow, these are people I think of like, maybe not cool, but definitely closer to being a cool journalist and them talking about Christmas movies. Like I thought it would be like, you know, I don't really watch the Chris- Christmas movies, but they were both like really into it, which I thought was interesting. Uh-huh. Um, so my sister, who you've met before. Yeah. She's not the most religious person in the world. Let's just say it like that. And maybe that's the reason me and her get along. <laughs> but I remember a couple years ago, she was, and she has a kid, mm-hmm. but she was telling me that one of their favorite Christmas movies is Elf. Yeah. And, we, yeah. And we watched it last year. Yeah. I remember that. And as you remember, it's not exactly a film that I would recommend. And I, and I liked it. Um, I, It's not my favorite Christmas movie. I like the Home Alone ones better, but... I liked it. I mean, I thought it was a cute movie. And I also, and I know I'm in the minority with this. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but something about Will Ferrell just annoys me. I, mm. I, he really annoys me. And it's probably not his fault. It's probably something to do with me. But I just don't like watching him. Mm. I just don't get it. But so, but the point of story is I was surprised that my sister actually had like a favorite holiday movie. Ah. You know? Yeah. And to a large extent, I don't get holiday movies. Like, I love the Home Alone movies. Yeah. I think part of that is because I'm around Macaulay Culkin's age, give or take a year or two. So. Uh, when, he's, he's around my age. Okay, but you know what I mean. He's only, yeah. he's not that much older. He's not that than much me. older than you. So when Home Alone came out, I'm watching this kid who's roughly my age get one over on the adults, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun. It is fun, yeah. And just the sheer amount of violence in this, these movies but is was, just over the top fun. But it's really funny, and it it's it's like you know, like like watching Joe Pesci's character um um get his first his face burned with an iron. Is just, it's a classic thing. And then and then him getting like a nail shoved up his foot. Yeah. 
<laughs> what I really thought was funny in the second one was when he um um Kevin was um pushing bricks down from the um from the building. That was great. And, and I remember when a uh, uh, um when Harry or Mar um Mar was like um suck brick kid and then he and then he um you, you hear the brick come and it's like <laughs> hitting him in the forehead. <laughs> My favorite, though, violent scene in the movie isn't really that over the top, but mm -hmm. it's when Marv and Harry find him on the streets of New York and they're mm -hmm. walking side by side and they're like, we're going to torch you, kid. They're behind a woman getting ready to cross the street and yep. Kevin, like, pinches her butt and gestures <laughs> to one of them. Like, I can't he remember. Was, one of them I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember if it's Marv <laughs> or Harry and the lady just punches him out. It's such a small thing. <laughs> Oh, oh, I forgot about that because because he um I remember that part because he looks at the the guys and and he looks at the the um or he gestures to them and then he says he he did it. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so the mm. movie that was number 1 on both John and uh Francesca's list, I'm going to mention it because mm -hmm. the reason it stuck me that stuck out to me that it was number 1 on both of their lists is because it's also a movie that everybody loves besides for me. And I think you know what I'm about to say is Christmas Vacation. Oh, Na Nation National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That is one of those movies that apparently spans the gamut because it's not only on, number one on their list, but you love it. I have a lot of liberal friends who love it. I have a lot of friends who I wouldn't think would be in the Christmas movies love it. And it's just not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, I like it when Aunt Bethany comes... And she she can't remember that um one of their relatives died was was dead for a long time and then and then I think she I think they asked her to, to give the blessing for the meal and she didn't know what to say so she said the pledge of allegiance. Oh my! She's goodness. one of those like you're um you're kindly but very um forgetful uh old aunts. Yeah. And um, I thought that was kind of funny. I don't know. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> would that be your favorite christmas movie or would no, it be no i have several of them i like i love the christmas classics where you have the um rudolph um frosty um there's one movie i like called santa claus the movie um that was like in the 80s they, they actually mentioned that one john said that that's like an underrated christmas movie i love that movie i, yeah. I don't i don't watch it very often but it's about these um it's with these two kids named cornelia and joe yeah and uh that there was a book actually based on the the or i guess it was based on the book but um i love that movie i I've, i have not seen that in a very long time last night when he mentioned it was the first time i heard about it because he's like it's not the santa claus with ted mallon he's like it's santa claus the movie from the like early 80s yep yeah. yep exactly um i i did like um the santa claus with tim allen but santa claus the movie is is to me a classic and i also love um uh, a Charlie Brown Christmas is one of my favorite ones. Oh. I don't have just one favorite. You know, you know me. I don't have just one favorite. Yeah, I have several favorites. Yeah. So, <laughs> but a Charlie Brown Christmas is a classic to me. For me, it's like the Home Alone, the first two movies. Not I don't <laughs> the care. First two. I don't care about Home Alone, Christmas Eight, Christmas on the Moon. Even um, though that's the one that we're going to be. Making. Home Alone Three is really bad. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it is. The the kid in that movie, I have nothing against him, but the the storyline was like a copycat of the first one. Oh, 
Yeah, it was bad. And uh, we've heard that the remake is horrible. The one that they did with Yorkie from Jojo Rabbit. Oh, uh, oh, oh. Um, y- are you talking about the, um, not not Jojo himself, but his other friend? Yeah, his friend. Yo- Yoki? Or yeah, Yoki? is in the remake that came out on Disney Plus last year, and it's supposed to be really bad. Yeah, I, who wants to watch a remake after it's been done, like, 30 years ago? 30 yeah, and they had, like, ago. 10 sequels to the original, so... Well, I've even seen one that were, like, strictly for, like, ABC Family at the time. Or at least it seemed like it. And I'm like, why would anybody want to make remakes of the movies, of, of Home Alone movies, when yeah. they're, they're already good? They're classic. They're classic they for a reason. Yes. They're, they're, they're such good Christmas movies that me, the Christmas-hating birthday boy, thinks that they're great films. But, okay, so the home, there's only... Here's the four that I like, that I really like. The Home Alone movies... Um, a Christmas story. A Christmas story might be my favorite Christmas movie. The Christmas story? Yeah, that's really good. Mm-hmm. And then the one that we watched last year, it happened on Fifth Avenue. Oh, that's a great movie. That's a really good one. Anyone, you know, uh, that may be an underrated movie um, for Christmas, but it's a really good movie. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't really hear people talk about that one. Yeah. It's a gem. Yeah. It's a Christmas gem. I think the, the top few that I like um and there's probably more that I'm not I'm not saying I like all the Christmas classics from Rudolph to to Frosty a Charlie Brown Christmas and the two Home Alone um movies are um probably um the top three but I I'm, I'm sure that there's more yeah and of course Jackie Brown I forgot to mention that's that's a Christmas that is classic. not a Christmas classic but it's just it was it just came out on Christmas yeah by the way the only reason we don't make more of a deal about it coming out on Christmas day and I do know that today is the 25th anniversary of its release mm-hmm. is because it also happens to be the anniversary of the birth of the birthday boy oh my goodness so, but if it wasn't for that we would definitely talk about that a lot more uh because it, it came out on Christmas Day. Ugh. Yes. Um, wow. But so I've never heard you talk about like Miracle on 34th Street. Is that, do we not like uh, that movie? Who's we? I, I guess I should say you. I mean, I've seen, I've seen, it's okay. It's not my favorite movie. Um, I've, I've seen a version of it and I know that um, Mara Wilson did a, her version of it. Yeah. I, I know it's an old movie. I didn't see the, the original movie, mm. but I think I saw it. Um, when I was a kid, but it was a different version. I've also saw, um, there's also a, 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 a movie I saw when I was little called Yes, Virginia, There is a Santa Claus. Okay. I kind of like that one too, but not, not my favorite movies. They're okay. That's fair. And now I've only seen scenes from the Santa Claus. I've never sat down and watched it. And you just said that it's good, but it's it's not that good as far as Tim no, I, no. I I thought it was fun. Okay. Um. The but I like Santa Claus the movie better. Yeah. That's another movie I thought about. And then I also like um. Uh. Did you know that there is a um Grandma got run over by a reindeer movie? No. That's is that like a dark comedy? No. It's a car. It's it's a it's just a cartoon. Oh. I've I've watched it before with my um. My, um, I think I watch it with my nieces and nephew. It's a fun, it's a fun little cartoon. Nice. Yeah. I think Neil deGrasse Tyson, and we've discussed that I've been watching a lot of his stuff recently. It was in one of his books that he was saying that because, uh, so I guess I'm sure I'm going to butcher this and get it wrong. So double check, but this is how I remember it going 
he says that reindeers have antlers. Yes, they do. And what they don't tell you or you may not learn is that like most male uh, reindeers lose their antlers in summertime and they don't they're sort of start just starting to grow them back in winter mm. and because of that we we can surmise that all the reindeers that santa uses are female because in most depictions they have antlers and yeah, you, but wouldn't, they're, you yeah. wouldn't see a female you wouldn't see a male with antlers around christmas yeah but they're not even real reindeer no i know but he's saying you know if we're going to go with the myth of christmas mm -hmm. then part oh, of, of santa claus yeah of santa claus I guess Christmas is in the myth because we're celebrating it. Yeah. I mean, maybe the birth is but I, of Jesus, but I don't know. But the if we're going to go with the myth of Santa Claus, then we have to believe, or we would be uh, encouraged to believe, that all the reindeer are female. Yeah, one of my exes told me that he got to go and uh, touch reindeer. Yeah. And he said that their antlers feel like velvet. Oh, interesting. And he went to this petting zoo, and they kind of feel like soft, like stuffed animals. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and um, um, my friend at the time, we um, were hanging out, and it was um, it was around Christmas time, and finals were looming, and all that. And she was going to take me to a reindeer farm, but we didn't get to go for some reason. Nice. I thought that would have been cool. There's probably other ways to set something like that up. Yeah. Maybe we could look into that for next year. Go to a reindeer farm and yeah. touch the reindeer. Yeah, I don't know. Ride them. I don't think you can ride them. Oh, oh. <laughs> get in a race. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. They don't fly. No, I know that. I know. <laughs> and, 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 and I heard that. So I heard that they're cute in the cartoons, obviously, because they're cartoon reindeer. Yeah. But I heard they're not so cute in real life, but they are nice animals. Oh, good. From what I heard here. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So this morning mm -hmm. we got up around eight. Uh, just about, yes. And luckily, between the first and second movie, we did some prep work on our turkey. So it really, um, really made it easy on us. But we spent, like, I think an hour and a half peeling, um, potatoes. Yeah. And I had to take a little bit of a break because I think I was peeling for, like, um, uh, I took, I took a five minute, like, maybe a couple of minute break because I needed some water. And then I, I went back to peeling, and um, uh, my floor is a mess. <laughs> well, I said, I'm like, hey, babes, why don't you work over in one area and put some uh, paper towels down? And that will make it easier. And I'm like, no, Bob, what are doing it today? Well, I wanted to try something different, you know? Yeah. Because usually I would peel potatoes, and they would land in the sink, and then I would have to clean it up again. Mm. Which probably would have been a better idea, but... Yeah. I wanted to see how that worked, and I got it all <laughs> over my floor. Oh. But I'm planning to do some vacuuming maybe uh, later on today. So. Oh, good. But we were listening to some good music. We started off with Nacking Cole. I know that song, Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire, which I actually... The, the Christmas song, yep. Oh, that's called The Christmas Song. Yep. I'm not a big fan of Christmas music, but as far as it goes, that's probably up there for me as far as good songs. I, I could I, actually listen to that year-round. I love hearing that King Cole around Christmas time, and I'm also a Carpenters fan, but they do have some... To me, anyway, they have some good Christmas songs, and one of their songs that I love listening to all year is um, Merry Christmas, Darling, especially towards the end. Um, I love that song. I, I, I heard it pretty much every single year that I can remember. Yeah. And then there's that other great song that they do where she's like, I saw Santa and I threw up on him. What? <laughs> <Love>. <laughs> Stop that. Sorry, babes. 
And of course, there's oh. Jimmy Boyd's I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Uh -huh. And then I loved listening to some of the um, the, the Alvin and the Chipmunks uh, Christmas stuff. I thought that was fun. When I was a teenager and working at the radio station, mm -hmm. I'd say the radio station, for, was a 1450 KBPS. It was either 1450 or 1480. I want to say it was 1450. Mm -hmm. And I would pre-record programs for the show we did called Kid Rhythm. I would have to, not I would have to, but it was recommended to play the Chipmunks Christmas song. So I heard that a lot. The Chipmunk, yeah, but you were doing this in the summertime? I was, yeah, but you were pre-recording it for air at later dates. I don't know. I always liked the, Chris, the, the Chipmunks one because I just thought they were so funny. That um, one I know pretty well. Christmas, Christmas time, ignorant. Something about that is sad to me, though. It's not a sad song. Is the tempo a little bit different, though, or is it just me? No, you're probably thinking about the chords, but it's not a sad song. It's just talking about waiting, uh, you know, waiting for Christmas to come. Yeah. And then they did a version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, which I liked. Oh, yeah. Is that the one where they have the Dave dude yelling at them? Um... Yeah, uh, who actually, um, David Seville was the guy who did um, all the voices. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. So he did all the chipmunks, and he did he did his voice. I hope he got paid some good money. And then there was another guy, um, when the chipmunks cartoons were really popular, I think it was like, uh, I think his name was like Ross Bagdasarian, some weird last name, but he was um, the new Dave, because David Seville has, had already died by oh. then. Yeah. You know what I, that just made me think of, babes? What? How long are we going to have the original cast of The Simpsons? I don't know. I mean, they're still alive, it sounds like. Yeah, but their life isn't going to go on forever. No, no, it has to end <laughs> eventually. Yeah. I mean, Lisa can't be eight forever. Uh, Maggie can't be a baby forever. And uh, Bart can't be ten. We lost Troy McClure in 98. Oh, yeah. And Lionel Hutz. I know. So Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You may know me from movies such as, <laughs> oh, you're Troy McClure. Yes. I knew you from movies such as. Yes. When Lisa did that, when he married, was it Patty or Selma? Uh, I don't he married know. one of them. Oh, no, yeah. That's a great episode. Wow. And I love in that episode where uh, Jeff Goldblum play, plays his agent and he calls him and he's like, have you ever heard of Planet of the Apes? And Troy is like, uh, the movie or the planet? He's <laughs> like, neither. The play. <laughs> the play. Yes. Oh, goodness. You have changed. I, I hate every chimp that I see from chimpanzee to chimpanzee. <laughs> I think one of my favorite episodes was um, when Homer was in the barbershop quartet. That's a fun one. Baby on board. Yeah. <laughs> Baby on board. <laughs> Good stuff. The B sharps. The B sharps. And then and then I like that one scene where they're they're auditioning people for the group and they listen to Barney sing. They're like, wow. <laughs> and then at the end of the episode where they get together and Homer's like, when was the last time we did this? And Barney says, last year on that day in the special. <laughs> day Midna. Day Midna special. Yeah. Uh so we get up this morning, do some peeling, and I I know more of the secular Nat King Cole stuff. So obviously I know the Christmas song is iconic, mm -hmm. but I, I know more of like Unforgettable and stuff like that. So I didn't know that he had done a whole bunch of Christmas music. I didn't realize how much, because I've only gone by what I've heard on the radio and the ones that I've noticed. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I just love his voice. It just sounds so, you know, it makes you feel good when you listen to it, him, him on Christmas time. Yeah. Um, his voice has always been described as velvety, even though I didn't know this until, um, I heard a special on him. He, um, he was a chain smoker and that's probably why he, that's probably how he got lung cancer. Yeah. And he died fairly young. Yeah. It's unfortunate because he could have had maybe 20 or 30 more good years of making classics. Yeah. Cause his, his voice was just so smooth. There wasn't, you know, just a beautiful voice. Yeah. And he, was he a lot older than Freddie, right? His brother. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, you turn me on to Freddie Cole. I like his stuff, too. I, I really don't know, actually. I wonder if they are close or not, or how that whole thing panned out for him. Maybe he just didn't want people to get them confused, because they did sound um, similar. They to sound them. a lot alike. They do. And you're also going into the same field where your brother is this iconic guy who everybody loves. I mean, I would assume. I mean, I'm sure there's some people who hate Nacking Cole, but they're they're mostly silent these days. I guess, or maybe they're dead. Hopefully. <laughs> and Natalie Cole would always talk about um, singing, uh, you know, her dad, and and I'm guessing that she was named after him. Yeah. Um, and so when they came out with Unforgettable, I was like, how brilliant to um, put their voices together, even though um, her dad has been dead for years. Then there's that great episode of Married with Children where they're struggling to get their parents a gift and Bud is like shocked and, you know, thrown against walls and whatnot. And they finally get them gifts and they get them a 45 of Nat King Cole and Peggy looks at them. She gives uh, Kelly like some of Al's old socks and then she looks at Bud <laughs> and she's like, and Bud? And he's like, yeah, mom. And she's like, Merry Christmas. And she doesn't give him anything? No, and then she sits down next to Alan. She's like, oh, should, shouldn't we listen to this? It's been a while since we've heard Nat without Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> Nat without Natalie? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes, yes. But no, his, his voice was just superb. Yeah, I wonder what he would think of the music scene today. He probably would be shocked. Yeah, I mean... He wouldn't understand it, I'm assuming, because, like, just as a listener and somebody who's a big music fan, I don't really understand it. I just, I mean, every time I hear, like, your commercial pop stations, it's, like, all I can hear is, like, crazy auto-tuned stuff. Um, it's not like how what you hear on, like, a Giles Peterson no. show or... Uh, Craig Charles, because wherever they get that is really interest is is really cool how they have that. Um, it doesn't sound as cool as that, but the Post Malones and 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 nothing not to bash Post Malone because I don't know this guy and yeah. I don't listen to his music, but it just sounds so auto tuned. It sounds like um, I don't know. It doesn't sound like there's any originality. Like some some of the singers even 20 years ago would write their own songs yeah or they would have a songwriter and it just didn't sound original now it feels like it's frowned upon to be original uh, and i guess to some extent it always was but i think the key difference is back in the day you would have frank sinatra and then like one or two people who sound with them who could maybe get like one hit and now it's like you're almost punished by the audience if you don't sound like whoever the main singer of the day is, mm -hmm. right? 
is really strange to me. And I also don't know how artists make money off of streams. I don't get it either. Like, I know they have a metric. So they say if if song is streamed like 150 times, that counts as a sale. But how does that count as a sale? Because you wouldn't necessarily say that if a song is listened to on a radio by 150 people. So the whole thing is weird to me. It just I, seems it just seems like the way that yeah. the industry makes money is they probably have like music sales as a front to laundry money. I, I and that's just an assumption. I don't know that for sure. Yeah, I don't know how that works either. Yes. But after we heard some knacking coal. Oh, 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 I remember what I wanted to ask you. What's that? In one of the songs we were listening to today, he said something like, Jesus and Mary were born on the same day. No. What did he say exactly? What? No. Yeah. He was talking about, what song are you talking about? I don't remember the name of the song because I only really know the Christmas song of his Christmas. No, 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 no. Jesus was born on a different day than Mary. Mary was a young. It said something like that in one of the songs. Um, about the, um, the mother rocking her baby? About they were born on the same day. This is why I'm glad that I record no, on personal no, interactions. No, Because I have it somewhere in the No, place. they're not born on the same day. So, basically what you're telling me is he lied in song or he got misinformation. I think you heard it wrong. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember him saying that at all. Oh. I think you, I think he must have misheard it wrong. Because I made a mention of it when it happened and you didn't really acknowledge it. But this is why I'm glad I do our personal recordings. Because oh we can always go back and listen. Goodness. We're not going to listen to it today. No, thank you. <laughs> Maybe next Christmas. <laughs> you know, the first half of our day is making recordings. The second half is listening to what we did earlier. I don't I don't see the point in making a recording while we're cooking something. You don't, but I do. Because now I have proof that it happened. Oh. No, Bob, it didn't happen. And I'll play it for you and be like, Bob, don't live in the past. Oh, my goodness. Give, what? Give, what? Yeah. Give me a quick kiss. What? It's time for you to kiss the birthday boy. The birthday boy. And tomorrow will be the soon-to-be birthday boy. Yeah. But, the, you know what they say. Tomorrow? Tomorrow? Yep. No, but you're going to be you're, you're beginning birthday boy. Oh, beginning and gonna, birthday boy. And they're going to be um, birthday boy again next year yeah but tomorrow will be beginning birthday boy they say once a birthday boy always a birthday boy who uh they they do who's they you know mm. i remember babes i i don't know if i was three or four but there was young one year when i was like a real little kid and i was excited about my birthday and it was just like a really shitty year like people were just like pissing me off for whatever reason uh, wow you were a really angry little boy weren't you i guess so <laughs> but you're excited for your birthday but yeah and then for whatever reason it felt like it didn't turn out that good for me and i was upset about it and i was just like i can't wait for this day to be over this is before i used to swear that much yeah okay <laughs> we had a very bad swearing habit oh this was before i did before i yeah i, I don't have that swearing habit well now i mean i, I hardly ever swear uh yeah you do do i yes you do oh my goodness you, yeah you do not that much you're you're not as bad as you're not as bad as what I've heard before for sure. Okay. There 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 are people that are a lot worse than you. Okay. I can name a few. Yes, yes. But I won't. Oh, maybe you should, there, Jay. Well, maybe you should. Maybe you should. Maybe you should. But babes, mm -hmm. last night mm -hmm. we watched <clears throat> White Christmas. 
Both of us have never seen this movie. I've been hearing some good things about it, but I didn't know what was going to happen. It stars Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye. Uh-huh. Go ahead. And uh, I forgot what the women's, uh, who the women were that starred in this movie, but they were really good. They were. Mm-hmm. You want to give a description? I will try. So there's a two guys that are in the military. Um, Bing Crosby plays... Uh, Captain Bob Wallace, and he is putting on this show for General Waverly. Am I correct? I, I, yeah, I think that happens later in the movie, doesn't it's it? It's a Christmas show, yeah. No, no, it was the beginning of the show. Okay, gotcha. The beginning of the movie, remember? Got, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Go ahead. And all these um, shots are ringing out, and they're overseas, so they're not in the States. Yep. And um, he does a show... Uh, um, General Waverly is very touched by this and they're scampering out of the way because they're hearing some shots um uh what's his friend's name something Davis I think they call it something Davis I don't remember but it's Danny Kay um yeah I think it's Danny Kay um what's his first name it's gonna drive me crazy um I forgot what his name is. Oh. Anyway, um, so so uh, Captain Wallace gets Davis out of the way because um, this uh, brick wall was going to topple all over him, and he and they both uh, are managed to get under a jeep, but the the debris gets on the jeep and uh, um, Davis hurts his arm. I forgot what his first name was. Going to yeah. drive me crazy. Um, so. He um he says, well, uh, thanks for saving my life. Um, I guess I'll uh, um, and, and he he gives him a song. He says, hey, I've been working on the song, and I think it'll be good. And I honestly think that we should do a duet. And and Bob Wallace is like, well, I normally I work normally alone. I'll work alone. And he's like, well, uh, okay, uh, are you? Sh-? And, and and eventually they decide to work together. Mm-hmm. Could you could you fill in a little bit more? They start becoming successful, and they start becoming really good friends. Yeah, and uh, Wallace feels like Davis is kind of like exploiting the fact that his life was saved by by Davis <laughs> by Wallace. Wallace didn't save Davis's life. What Davis saved? Oh, Wallace's oh I'm sorry. Life. Davis saved Wallace's life, but but Davis actually got his arm hurt. Yeah. Yeah, but Wallace feels like Davis is kind of like exploiting this fact, yeah, which yeah. is. I, I like that. I thought that was pretty funny. That was really funny. <laughs> and they're becoming successful. They meet these two girls who are on the come up. They're two sisters. They, they're two sisters. They kind of like follow them around the country. And the sisters go to perform in a, in Vermont. Yes. Yeah, so they go to perform at a ski lodge in Vermont. And um, um, they're getting to know the girls. And uh, Bob and Betty clearly are... Um, Starting to like each other. Yeah. And uh, Judy and um, whatever his name, his first name is, Davis's first name are, Judy Judy seems to like him a lot more than he likes her. Yeah. But they go to Vermont and they go to the ski lodge that is having trouble attracting customers. And uh, General Waverly um, owns it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So, um... They do a performance. They don't have um, 
they don't have a big audience but the but it seems like the um the general and his sister like it and the granddaughter now they're trying to figure out what they're um i'm trying to remember now hmm uh, actually, you fill some more in. Okay. Basically, what happens is Davis and Wallace want to get more people into the ski resort. And one of the reasons is because I think it was Wallace was with the general and, and got a note back from the army because the general wanted to go back into that army life. And the letter basically said, we don't need you here. Mm-hmm. And so the general's really depressed. Yeah. And they know that if this place goes out of business, it's it's going to be the end of him. He's probably going to, like, shoot himself to death or something. Uh-huh. Or put his head in the, in the oven. In the oven, yeah, exactly. Yeah, or, you know, some other form of, of suicide. Right, right, It's right. not said in the film, but that's it's that's the impression I got from it. Right. <laughs> it would have been funny the if they go through <laughs> all these scenarios about how he could kill himself. And then they and then they 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 do like a um a thing where it it shows somebody putting their head in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> did I ever did, did I talk about this here, babes? About no. how I hope I didn't. It it was high school, uh-huh. and we got some assignment to write a paper. And this kid looks at me and he's like, "Well, I guess you could write a paper on suicide or something." And I'm just like, "Okay, bro, whatever." Um, and I thought that was like the weirdest thing to say, but this was a weird kid too. Mm-hmm. And I was a weird kid for, so for me to say that is, you know, mm-hmm. that's something. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's just a quick aside. <laughs> so anyway, um, the, uh, uh, Judy and Betty are the sisters yeah. and they're trying to, uh, they're trying to figure out these guys, Betty has been looking at Bob and Judy has been looking at whatever his name is. I can't remember. I can't yeah, remember his first name. We know. Anyway. Davis. You can just call him that. No, it's Phil. That's right. It's Phil. Okay. It's Phil. She's looking at Phil. Um, Judy uh, talked to Phil and say, hey, uh, why don't we um, devise a plan to make people think that we're engaged? Because Judy, it seemed like Judy really liked Phil a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and Bob... And Betty were playing around with the idea of seeing each other, each other, but they weren't sure. And uh, um, Bob uh, or, or Bob and Betty have this thing where they see each other um, in the. I think it's this, this restaurant, right? It's like a lounge yeah. in the hotel uh-huh. or the ski lodge, and uh, they have some sandwiches and milk. And, um, they did a song, which I actually like the scene. They did it. They did a song called, I think it's called counting your blessings by, uh, Irving Berlin. Mm. And I've heard it before done by other people, but I didn't realize that it was, um, from this movie. I thought, Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a, uh, they sang really good together. And, um, during that time, uh, Bob kisses her <laughs> and, um, general Waverly's like, Oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> Because it seemed like, um, you know, it, he he realized that they were having a moment. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and then, you, uh, Betty hears Bob on the, or I think it was um, the maid. The maid hears Bob on the phone and tells Betty, "Hey, do you know that that Bob and and 
film on a take this um show thing to television and then she's like i cannot believe that bob wouldn't do that well we should also say that the maid is making it seem like they're doing it because they want their career to yes. have another positive hit yeah yeah and so she doesn't talk to your man for a while and he goes to new york to appear on this tv show and she leaves uh vermont yeah and has a, another job in new york Eventually, the the TV show is hosted by their old army buddy. And so they, they go on, they promote the lodge, it becomes a huge success. Mm-hmm. And he wins the girl back. Yep. Yep. Yep, the, she comes back to Vermont, um, makes amends with Judy. Um, they, I think there was a scene where uh, Bob and, uh, Bob and, uh, and Betty... Um, uh, gather under the tree because it's a Christmas. It's it's Christmas time, mm-hmm. and um, Betty and Bob are now engaged, and now Judy and Phil are engaged. Yeah, I thought, oh, and they had this whole production where they were singing White Christmas, and so were the kids. Yeah, the kids were on stage. Oh, and like, you can't go. Oh, I don't know. I I, I like this movie. It was a feel good movie. Um, you didn't really know where it was going. I did too. Yeah. I mean, you could make some little complaints here and there, like why wouldn't she at least give him the time of day before leaving? Or, yeah, you know, but it's it's a good movie for what it is. It's not meant to be Shakespeare. No, it's not meant to be Jackie Brown. It's meant to be like a little holiday movie. And will it make my top five favorite Christmas movies of all time? Probably not. But did I enjoy it? Yes. That might become that might become a good uh, favorite movie of mine, but I, I really enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Um, I liked the musical numbers. I thought they had chemistry. I did too. Yeah. I thought they worked well together, and um, yeah, it was good. It was good. It was good. Well, and um, they had some very good singers in the um the army crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I imagine that they did a good job recruiting people. And, w- and it was the first film was shot in Vista Vision or something like that. Vista Vision, wow. It said something like that. Remember at the beginning of the yes. audio description? Yes. Um, it might not have been that. It might have been Panda Vision. But whatever it was, it worked for me. Yes. I liked it a lot. What would you give it on a scale from 1 to 10? Um, I think I'd give it close to an 8. Okay. But that's just my opinion. It's... Interesting to me, they want to help out this guy, mm-hmm. but they know that they, they, the guy doesn't, this is, well, this is a sense I got. They don't want the general to feel like he's receiving charity. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's good. Yeah. I, I, I thought it wasn't over, overdone. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the, the one scene I like was when they did that little show again, they yeah. did a show for the general. He's like, you guys are looking very, uh, blah, 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 blah. And. And and he's he's kind of berating them, and he goes, and this was, um, this was very moving. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess we got to ask a couple of questions. Okay. What happens to the lodge after this Christmas? Uh, I'm guessing that it uh, boosts up their sales. Mm. And they stay open. I think so too. And remember when it ended, it was um they they had a white Christmas after all, and it's a good place to ski. And yeah, I think because of what um what Bob and Phil did, Bob, Phil, uh, Judy, and Betty did, I I think it will uh, be open for a while. It's funny. I watched two movies involving ski lodges. 
What was the other one? Falling for Christmas. When was this? That was the one I watched by myself. Oh, okay, okay. The Lindsay Lohan. Uh huh. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I watched she movies about ski lodges. <laughs> Which one did you like more? I like this one better. Okay, yeah. Um, the the Falling for Christmas was fun. Um, I don't know if I count it as my favorite Christmas, another favorite Christmas movie of mine, but. Um, I like this one much better. It's called Falling for Christmas because in the movie, she fell. <laughs> she fell and hit her head, yes. yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. The, the title's a little bit on the nose. It's it's Maybe it's not as bad as Serendipity, but you know. Yeah. So with Serendipity, that that was a Christmas movie too? Or no? Yeah, I guess I, I guess you could call it that because it um, at, towards the end of it, it was Christmas. Yeah, that's... Ugh. Bubs, it wasn't as bad as other movies that we watched. No, it wasn't, but it was, come on. Yeah. It was pretty. Bubs! <laughs> it wasn't as bad as, like, Love Actually. Maybe I'd Love Actually is very confusing. I'm pinching the boy, gay boy. I'm pinching the boy, gay boy. I think the reason, yeah, because at least with Serendipity, I could tell what was going on because they made it so obvious. Yeah. With Love Actually, it's like... It was hard. Who are these people? And now I got to deal with these new Yeah, that was really hard. And, and we both were on the same page. Like, oh, yeah, this is... But I, I guess I, I guess I'm biased because I, I don't really... Um, I guess I, I, I like this movie. Um, I've, I've watched it way before I showed it to you and I yeah. watched it many times so maybe that's why I'm biased because um I like it yeah and I just was like I don't get this but that's okay different strokes for different folks as I always say yes but White Christmas is better than than um than uh Falling for Christmas as the good lord uh says in the bible different strokes for different folks that's not what it says oh I thought uh, they, no, they no, say no, that in that movie Gypsy Rose or Gypsy, Gypsy. yeah no that's what um <laughs> That's Rosalind what Rose Marshall said. said. Yeah, that's Rose. what Rose said. Yeah, she's so good in that movie. She's so funny, but she makes stuff up. Like I remember, it's like you guys better, you guys better get all the egg rolls if you can, yeah. one for each person. <laughs> <laughs> in other words, she wants more of the egg rolls. Exactly. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. What are you doing with the? What are you doing with the silverware? <laughs> I might need it for something. Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and she pretty much like um. Um, she pretty much, uh, um, made her, um, fiance leave. Yeah. Yeah. She, she got tired of, I can understand why. That was great. That was such a fun movie. That's a great movie. Yes. I think, I mean, His Girl Friday, I think is her best film. Oh yeah. But I think Gypsy is her best performance. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, she really was like a stage mom. hmm Yeah. And I like too that we don't know that, at least I, as the audience member, didn't know that Natalie Wood was going to become Gypsy Rose until, like, close to the end of the movie. Yeah, Gypsy Rose Lee. Yes, yes. Yep. But getting back to what? White Christmas. Yes. When we were talking in the movie, it was very hard for me not to fall into the southern accent, <laughs> as you could tell. I was like, what are you doing? And I was like, would you please stop it already? <laughs> and and this had nothing to do with the south. It had everything to do with uh, snowing in Vermont. I know. Mm-hmm. That was a nice Which from twist. what I understand is uh Vermont is uh close to New York. Yeah, Vermont is where Bernie's from or where Bernie uh, holds political office. And it's I've heard really good things about the place. And it's also Ben and Jerry. Oh really? Yeah, started out there. I heard that um like you can get like a a a cool like like people keep talking about staying in it in cabins in Vermont and looking at the snow. Yeah. 
Yeah. I heard it's beautiful there. I've heard it's beautiful there, too. I went to a Bernie Sanders rally a few years ago, which probably does not surprise you. No. Do I already have to go here again? Well, here's the funny thing. Um, and Bernie wasn't scheduled to be there, and he, but it was like people who knew Bernie. It was when he was running for the nomination uh, before he got completely screwed by Joe Biden. But anyways, they bring somebody there who like, you could tell that they're fishing for people because it's uh-huh. like this lady who like runs into Bernie sometimes when he's jogging mm-hmm. and they talk. And so the, the, somebody else is trying to interview this lady like, oh, what's it like talking to Bernie? She's like, he's really nice. The person says, has he changed at all? She's like, no. And I remember thinking, come on, guys. You got to be do better than a lady who just like casually knows Bernie Sanders. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but right. she's from, she lives in Vermont, obviously. So that's, Vermont. Yes. Yeah, I knew, I knew someone who was, I think she was getting married in Vermont. Because mm. she was um, engaged and I was taking a class that she was, um, I won't say what class, but she was um, heading the class. Nice. And, um, yeah, she um, she was getting married in Vermont. Well, good. Mm-hmm. Yes. I enjoyed this film. I might give it a strong seven. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'd give it a strong seven. Would you recommend it or, to... Or at least seven and, a seven and a half. Yeah. Would you recommend it to your family? Of course. I think they would watch it. Oh, good. They're, I wouldn't have to sell it to them either. You wouldn't? No. You wouldn't be like, I hey, I'm selling DVDs, and I have a copy of A White Christmas in case you want to buy it. Bob. Sorry. No. No. All right, give me a kiss him. Why? Because I am the birthday boy. Okay. The good birthday boy kiss. <laughs> <laughs> So it was a good movie. Oh, oh, real quick. We didn't mention what happened after dinner. What, what about Well, it? okay. So I go into the bathroom to pee, which is usually not a news event. No, it isn't. And then I go to button my pants and the button broke off. And yeah. I really like these pants, too. They're like these black slacks that are super comfortable and look nice. Yeah, and then I, I happen to fi- find it, actually, yeah. after I go in there and it's under my foot and I... I said, here's your button. Thank you. When I was a little kid, mm-hmm. I don't know, like three or four years old, I really wanted a sewing machine. And I kept talking about that. And my dad said, only little girls use sewing machines. I'm getting you like a monster truck. I, I made up the part about the monster truck, but he's basically saying only little girls use That's sewing machines. That's not true. Well, there are men that sew. <laughs> and so as a result, I have no idea how to sew. But maybe I should learn. Yeah, you should. Yeah. You should learn how to sew. I mean, I wish I knew how to sew. Um, my mom does. Oh. She's very good at sewing. She's made um, dresses for us when we nice. were small um, for events that we were a part of or performances. Yeah. Um, no, she's very good with sewing. Oh, good. I have a dumb question for you that you might not know the answer to. What? What's the difference between sewing and crocheting? Um, crocheting is more, I, I, so I know that there are blind people that knit and, um, crochet, I think has like a different kind of a hook. Interesting. Um, I don't know what the difference between knitting and crocheting is, but I heard that they're, they're similar. Yeah. But sewing you, you use with a, a needle and a, um, a threader. And, um, if you're doing it by hand, I don't know how it works for the sewing machine though. Well, good. But yeah. Good. 
We have another movie to discuss. Mm -hmm. Before we do that, I'm going to pause it one last time to check on our turkey and maybe do a little bit more basting. Okay. So we'll be right back. Okay. Okay. And we are back. We are back. The lights are on because it's really dark outside. Yeah. The turkey is almost done, but Alana just hey! gave me... Am I not allowed to talk hey, about that? no. Oh, I thought it was. No. I thought both two boys were allowed no, to discuss a, everything. That's a personal stuff. I think, Bubs. Okay. That's personal. I don't really want everybody to know everything personal about me. Okay. It is tragic, though. No, it's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bubs, really? <laughs> so, do you think we should just say now just so people don't speculate on what it is? No. Okay. It is not that bad. I can handle it. I've handled it before. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's like a monthly. Ah! <laughs> Anyways, babes. Yes. Enough about you. Thank you. The turkey's smelling really good. It though. smells delicious. And and we did watch another movie last night. Which both of us, I don't know that we're gonna watch this again or even recommend it, but and we'll tell you why. But this is a a book a a book, a book I'm sorry a movie that is called um, Angel on My Shoulder. Angel on My Shoulder. Who did it star? Do you remember? I know Claude Rames is in it, but he's not the main dude. It's like Paul Mooney, I think. Is Paul it? Mooney? Yeah. I want to say that's the homeboy who's the star of this movie. Um, The one that plays Eddie Cagle? Yeah. Yeah, this was a strange movie to me. You want me to give a quick overview? Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so Eddie is this hustler, criminal type dude who is killed. Mm -hmm. He goes down to hell. And he wants to get revenge on the guy who did him dirty. So the devil, who they call Nick in this movie, says, All right, I'll tell you what. I have a problem with this judge. You have a problem with this one guy. I'm going to let you take the place of the judge. Mm -hmm. And you can do your damage and we'll ruin the life of the judge. Yep. So Eddie wakes up. What's, do you remember the judge's name in the movie? Judge... Uh... Judge Fred Parker. Fred Parker. And now that's who everybody sees him as. And, and he's running for governor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. And so he acts weird to his butler. Yep. And basically to everybody around him. But the butler tells his girlfriend. Barbara. Like Barbara. And they acknowledge that he's not in his right mind, but they really don't do much beyond that. They don't even acknowledge, hey, wait a minute, this guy isn't speaking the the way that he usually does. Yeah. Fred has to give a campaign speech, and there's a big... He, he's about to go off on the audience, mm -hmm. but then there's a disturbance, and people start fighting, and he gets positive publicity for this. Because he's trying to stop... He's trying to um, get on top of the people that are fighting. Now, meanwhile, mm -hmm. your man who's pretending to be Fred Parker, whose real name is... Eddie Cagle. Eddie Cagle. Starts falling in love with Barbara. Yeah. And starts to see the good in her and the good in the people around him. And she, but she still sees him as Fred, even though, it, you know, it's not really Fred. Exactly. And the, at one point, he, Fred or Eddie is in the courtroom and somebody who Eddie used to know comes in. I think it's his ex-girlfriend. Um, Rosie. And he stands yes, up and is just like, Rosie. he stands up and says, I'm going to throw the book at you. <laughs> I'm going to, and you, and you, and you. <laughs> Which I don't think you can do if a judge just sees somebody come into the Yeah, court. he's like, Rosie. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, this movie's funny. I'll say that for it. I don't, but I don't know if it's intentional. It's it's funny. Um, I don't know. I mean, the the way that he the way that he was acting was kind of funny too. The um, Paul Mooney, I guess his name is. Yeah, we're gonna get to that in a minute. But near the end of the movie, Rosie takes him. Oh no no no! I'm sorry. He takes Rosie's car. Yep. And she uh, reports. Barbara. I'm sorry, Barbara's he, car. He calls her Rosie, for, or he thinks of her as Rosie sometimes, but it's really Barbara. Oh, that's right. And she reports it stolen. Mm-hmm. Which is really kind of strange. Eddie slash Fred gets arrested by the police. Mm-hmm. Barbara comes in and at first is pretending that she doesn't know who he is. And 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 she's and I was this before somebody came. And told her, oh, maybe we should take him off of the off of the ballot. I think this was after. Okay. And she says, okay, I'll help you get out of here, but we're going to get married. Yeah. They go, and they hear this guy preach about the devil and God, and then... About marriage and whatever it is, and it, and it sounded just like Nick. Yeah. He knows that Nick is outside, goes out, and tells him, hey, I know that you're the devil. Not in those words. And I'm not going to follow you anymore. Yep. So, but he tells your girl, Barbara, that they can't get married, which I was a little bit confused. I was confused because I'm like, shouldn't she have known that before they got married? Because obviously there's something wrong with her husband or her her boyfriend, rather. But it's also like, why can't Eddie get married to Barbara if he wants to be with her? Yeah. or, Or why couldn't he tell her before they even thought about marriage Look, I can't get married to you because I'm Eddie's spirit and I'm in Fred's body. Yeah. They go back to his place and basically Eddie says to... Oh, oh, oh yeah. They go back to his place. Then Nick had gotten the guy who shot Eddie to come to the house. And Smiley. Was a, and Smiley was asleep on the couch. And Nick is basically saying... You, know, you can you can kill him. It's going to be easy for you. This is your golden chance. But Smi- he, Smiley wakes up, and Nick just kind of confronts him, and is Eddie is uh, sorry. Eddie is confronting him, and he kind of like corners him to where he's near a wall, but he's uh, the wall has a window on it, and Smiley ends up falling out the window and dying. <laughs> Yeah. And he explains to Nick, well, I, I didn't physically touch him, so you can't accuse me of killing him. Yeah, and he, he, he was, um and, and, you know, Nick was saying, oh, and he has a very gun. Yeah. It seemed like a kind of thin logic. I mean, you did put him in a corner and were kind of like. It wasn't you know. like that one Humphrey Bogart movie where that woman fell out the window by accident, remember? No, I don't remember that. That was a Dark Passage. Uh, vaguely, vaguely. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, I remember when he was on the run. Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But, <clears throat> Eddie thinks about Barbara and about Fred and says, you know what, I'll make you a deal. I'll go back to hell, but you have to promise me that you will never go after Barbara. Fred and Barbara. Fred and Barbara again. But here's the thing I didn't get about that. Mm-hmm. Nick... Right before that explains to Eddie that you don't understand. I've never lost a soul. If I don't get to come back with you, it'll be cataclysmic. It'll be, you know, it'll shatter things. And I'm thinking to myself, well, if that means that Nick and God are going to be fighting, then Nick won't have enough energy to go after anybody anyways. So why doesn't 
Eddie just like let Nick and God do their thing. And then, you know, everybody else will be free and won't be corrupted by him. Instead, he makes a deal for two people. You know what I mean? Does that make any sense? I think so. Yeah. So what did you think about that? Um, or about my thought lo- logic? I, I guess. I mean, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. But I just didn't understand why Eddie didn't just tell Barbara right away, we can't get married at all because this is what's going on. Yeah. So then Fred comes back and Nick and Eddie go away. And Nick is like, or I miss, Eddie says to him, you know, I think I saw a tear. So why don't you give me a job in hell or else I'm going to tell people and you don't want the word getting around. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So okay, yeah, so now right. he's going to be working for this dude I don't in know. hell for eternity. I thought maybe he wasn't going to follow him ever anymore. Well, he, he has to because of that deal, I guess. Right. Or maybe you would think that God would step in and say, hey, you tried to save these two people. We're letting you into the good place. I thought he was going to he wasn't going to I thought he wasn't going to leave with Nick, though. No, he was because he made that deal. He said, no, 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 you... no, 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 no. I mean, before that, okay. even before that, I thought he, that, that he was not going to do that. Yeah. But I was wrong. Yeah. I don't know. I This movie just didn't hold up. And especially when Eddie said, hey, I can't marry you, Barbara. And. Barbara didn't seem to care. Yeah. He's like, oh, that's okay. And we don't know if it's funny because they made it that way or just because it's just so over the top bad. Yeah. But I give it at least a, I don't know, like a, it, it was better than a call it murder, but. Yeah, it was, but that's a very low I, I give it a six. That's kind. I'd give it a four and a half. This movie? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I'd give it a five. I don't know. I give it at least a six. Here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. You believe in Satan and all that stuff. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Again. Not, not like you're a worshiper. No. I guess the question that came up during this movie is are there jobs in hell? Like if you go to hell, do you I have to like work on the plumbing? I doubt that. I think that you're just suffering from for all eternity until you um until you're judged before you get into the lake of fire. Oh. It's just another waiting it's another waiting place, but it's it's not it's not fun. It's not good. Um, you're I don't think you're doing anything, but you're in your own torment. See, if I was a Christian Republican, which I'm not, I because what you're saying to me is that you don't have a job in hell. No, and, why would you? And if I again, if I was a Christian Republican, I can make an argument. See, in hell, hell is being in a position where you can't have a job. Yeah. I, I oh, not. my goodness. <laughs> you get what I'm saying, though. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Don't tickle the pretty boy, babe. He's very fragile. <laughs> You're not fragile on the other days. Yeah, but I'm the birthday boy, babe. Oh, Bubs. You've got to be kind to your birthday boy. I am a Bubs. What? I tickle you any day of the year. Oh, not, when I, <laughs> not when I'm the birthday boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh-oh. Well, I'll tickle you more later, I guess. No. That's not why. Oh, my. Hey, just because you're the birthday boy, you don't have to do that. Okay, but you tickle me too, babes. I know I do. <laughs> I, yeah, this this doesn't make any sense to me because he keeps talking like he's uh, Eddie when he's supposed to be the judge. I know. It's and just I, weird. I just find it hard that not enough people would really call him on his shit. And, you know, say there's something obviously mentally Well, wrong. I mean, like, even for movies like Freaky Friday, right? Yeah. 
the the person in question who has a different spirit in them is actually acting like the person that they have the spirit that 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 the spirit is is from mm-hmm. right yeah. mother is like daughter daughter is like mother vice versa even in the movie vice versa with um fred savage and i forgot the the guy who played his dad they were acting like you know the dad was acting like the the, the kid and the kid was acting like the dad yeah eddie's just acting like eddie throughout this. exactly and i'm like she's got to she's got to know something is wrong with him Apparently, they did a remake of this movie for TV in May of 1980 with Barbara Hershey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no interest in seeing that. Um. Well, if they can make it better, I mean, but I don't know. This movie is just so bad. Yeah. It's an interesting premise, but it was not ex- executed right. But I feel like we've seen variations of the... You know, somebody steals somebody else's identity and they have a job to do and they end up falling in love. We've seen that story before. Well, there, I mean, I mean, there was a movie called Angel on My Shoulder, but it was an autobiographical movie about Natalie Cole. Yeah, we were talking about that yesterday. And that was a good movie. I thought that was a good movie. Who played Nat in the film? I don't know. Oh. Uh, and I don't know who played the younger Natalie. Yes. But Natalie Cole appears in um, the, um, her version, um, the older Natalie Cole, which is played by the actual Natalie Cole, appears before the movie ends. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Nice. So I I don't know, um, but it, but 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 in the movie, the mom just was not supportive of her career at all for mm. whatever reason. I don't know. That's too bad. Yeah, her mom's name was Cookie. Oh. Yeah. Well, kind cool. of a kind of a weird name. Well, I guess like Cookie Johnson. Yeah, magic magic's wife. Magic's wife. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to be so weird to be married to Magic Johnson. I don't know. I've heard an interview with them, and they seem like a you know your average couple. Yeah, I know, but you you know why it se- it seemed like Magic Johnson um understood that he made some really big mistakes, and now he's um he's trying to improve his marriage with his wife. Nice. That's what it seemed like because they weren't even married when he was diagnosed. They weren't. No, I, I think they were engaged. Yeah, they were. There were there were times where they were um, um, separated from each other, and they weren't together for a long periods, and oh, then I they get back that. together. Yep. Oh wow! I were they? Not, are you? Are you yeah. sure they were really? Because I I saw an interview with her on Oprah back in the late nineties, hmm. and I think I, if I'm remembering, so that they right. got married to each other after the baby was born. Yeah, she was pregnant, and they were engaged, and and that's when he got the diagnosis. And he apparently went to her and said, you don't have to marry me. And she said, well, of course I'm marrying you. And I thought to myself, well, I wouldn't marry this dude. Um, if you, But this was also back in the day when, I mean, having AIDS sucks now, I'm sure. But back, and I know it's HIV positive, but you know how people's minds work. Well, she wanted to work it out. She just yeah. thought, you know, that wasn't a deal breaker for her. It would be for me. It would definitely be for it, me. It would be for me, especially if they've had it before they met me. Yeah. It's like. No, you're putting my life in danger. Oh. But she was willing to stick it out, and and their their child, um, Irvin, was not infected. And I've heard that they have safe sex. It's with condoms yeah. and everything. Right, right. I still, I don't know if I could have sex with somebody if I knew that they were HIV positive. I, what am I talking about? I don't know. I couldn't do that. I couldn't at all. Yeah. I mean, even though there are ways that you can get, you can keep the virus locked up, there's still a chance that a person can get it. Yeah. <clears throat> and I mean, even with other STDs, right? Yes. Like there are some STDs that could um, 
make it so a woman can never have kids. Um, and it's, it's, it's very bad for their, um, autoimmune system. Yes. Um, that are, that may in some ways be a little bit worse than AIDS. Yeah. I hate to interrupt you for a second. Hold this. Yes. And I'm going to go and turn off the oven. Oh, okay. But hold it. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because that was smelling just about done. Yes, yeah, so it smells delicious, folks. Yeah. I don't want to like, oh, ouch. Oh, you okay? <sighs> I hit my toe. Are you right? The boarding boy has a hot toe. Is it bruised? No. <laughs> But okay, I don't... I'll I'll put some uh I'll put some uh, lavender oil on it. Oh, thank you, babes. Yeah, it's okay. on my uh pinky toe. Okay, I'll do that later. Thank you, babes. Okay. But um, I just didn't want to overcook it, and it smelled <laughs> like it was almost just about right. So it's resting in the oven for another couple of minutes. You're not bleeding. No, 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 okay, nothing like that. I did lose my toe, so if you find it, let me know. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I hope they're happy together. Uh, I mean, they seem like it. I mean, they seem like they've gone through a lot of things, not just, you know, before the diagnosis. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, they were separated and then together and separated and then together. Nice. Well, good for them there. J-Wool. Yes, 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 yes. Can I ask um, the dot? Go ahead. Alexa, how long has Irvin Johnson, or Alexa, how long has Magic Johnson been married to his wife? Thirty-one years and four months. So it's December of twenty twenty-two. That means that they got married in ninety-one, around like uh, August, late August. Just about, yeah. I think he was diagnosed before that of ninety-one. Alexa, when was Magic Johnson diagnosed with HIV? Yep. Okay, so but he probably knew before then. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, it's probably um, it, it might have been either after they got married or something. I I heard it was like when they were engaged, but mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but Angel, my soldier, you can skip it. Yeah, but. Yeah, and uh, Magic Johnson in interviews, I've heard, he actually does seem like a nice guy. He does. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm a Magic fan. I just wouldn't marry the dude. <laughs> but I um, I am a fan. You saw his special when he was talking uh, to kids about AIDS? Yeah, yeah. No, we talked about that. Yeah, I thought that, that was very sad. Yeah, yeah, he does seem like a, a cool dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd love to hang out with Magic. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I know you're not a Michael Jackson fan, but no, I will not. tell you this. Go ahead. Magic Johnson was giving, um, he was talking about him um, during the memorial service. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about like, um, he didn't realize that ma Magic, like how much Michael Jackson liked um, uh, buckets of fried chicken. Wow. And he's like, what? He likes a bucket of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was kind of funny. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, Magic Johnson, um, he seems like a, you know, an actual nice guy. I like to hang out with him too. Yeah. Yeah, and I heard that he had some crazy parties in his house back in the day. Yeah, well, he, yeah, I heard that he was a wild man, and it was known that he had many partners. And 
uh, which I I couldn't imagine now, but oh, I could imagine that he was a big no, star. No, 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 no. You're not, you're not, you're not getting what I'm trying to Go say. Go ahead. I couldn't imagine it now because he's committed to his wife. But before that, it sounded like he. I, I heard that he did have some crazy parties. Oh, that's what I hear. Well, good. Good. Good on him there, J Lo. Okay. Or maybe not because he ended up getting HIV, but you know what I mean. But the, anyway, this movie, um, don't watch it. It's it's really not that great. No, no. I'm very disappointed. No. Babes, we had discussed wrapping up The Wire today. What are you thinking about that? Uh, why don't we talk about it after this? Oh. oh. What? No, because uh, here's my thought, and mm-hmm. it is just a thought. Mm-hmm. After this, I pull the turkey out of the oven. Mm-hmm. We watch an episode of The Wire, and then maybe I get to work on some uh, mashed potatoes. Okay, we can do that. Yeah. Oh, okay. good. Good, good, good. You slept really l- well last night. I did. Yes. I had no dreams. Oh. I still can't remember the one dream I told you yesterday. I, I guess it must not have been important because I don't remember and you didn't record it. And, uh, and I wasn't expecting you to. Yeah. Well, but this, again, is a great example about why I should record more. Mm. And it's a good reminder of that. No. Because if I recorded more, we would have a copy of that dream or mm. of what you said about that. And no. No what? Don't. Don't what? Don't record that much. I don't record that much. So I should record No, no, more. no, no, no. You don't record that. I should be recording more babes. No. Is what I'm saying. No, there's a whole bunch of recordings you got of yourself. No, but we would know the dream babes. Well, it doesn't really matter. I don't remember it. I mean, it must not have been important because... Yeah, it is weird how you can tell somebody a dream and you'll still forget it like that day. But but there are times, but there are many, many, many times that I've told people dreams and I still remember them that day. And I know. I never forgot them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I do, I do wonder what dreams really are, but I don't know. I mean, some say that this is a dream. So. Oh my goodness, would you stop already? <laughs> I I do think there might be some truth to that. I don't know, though. And then there's the idea of, are we real just because we think we're real? Mm. <laughs> and I love that really offends a lot. No, it's just, it doesn't offend me. It's just kind of, uh, I don't know, annoying. Oh. <laughs> We've gone over this before. We have. But I think it's one of life's great mysteries. Mm. But uh, that's just what I think they are. Well, I hope the people at the airport were able to get out. Now, you said that your sister didn't make it. Yeah, and I really don't know if she'll be able to, um, I'm sure she'd want to come for, no, 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 I don't think she can because she's supposed to go back to, um, to Hawaii on the 29th, so it, it could be that she won't be able to at all. So she's supposed to come back, so was she in the mainland and then just flying out here, or was I, I she really, flying? I, I didn't ask my mom in okay. detail, so I, I don't know, she may not even have made it from Hawaii, so I don't know. Wow. I know she wanted to, but the weather isn't isn't great so. yeah there are a lot of airport delays this weekend i feel bad for people that are just stuck yeah they were airing some story on the news last night kgw which is the nbc affiliate out here in portland about these ladies who had their flights canceled on i want to say friday there's three of them mm-hmm. and two of them were already friends and the other one was kind of like new to the group mm-hmm. 
They just started talking and they became really good friends out here. Aww. Now, I wonder, does that mean that they're going to like talk to each other afterwards? On the news last night, the lady who was at the airport said, we have word that all three of them are going to get home for Christmas. Oh, wow. So they're probably already gone by the time the news report aired. Oh. But are they going to remain friends or is it going to be one of those things I, to where it was a cool news story? But there's Well, no well I don't know. I mean, that kind of sounds like what I went through. And I remember that um, I mentioned this in a different episode, I think it was, where I met this girl on a flight to Utah. And the last time, I, I think I only saw her twice uh, on the plane and then when... A, bunch, a few of us um, went to this uh, ramen place, there, mm-hmm. and that was the last time I saw her. So I don't know what's going on. I I um, forgot her number, and I I don't remember. I don't know her email address, so I don't know if we'll ever um, be in contact again. And this was like four years ago. Highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. That you two will ever talk again. You don't think so? I doubt it. And I heard that she passed away. Oh my goodness. During COVID nineteen. I know what her I know what her full name is, but I'm not gonna say Yeah, it. we're not gonna say it here. I'm gonna guess so that it's Gertrude Gertruderson is her full name. No, it's not Gertrude. Gertruderson? Bugs. Alright. It's not Gertrude. Okay. Well, I still love you, babes. Oh my goodness. Well, babes. Yeah. Now I believe you wanted to get a snack too. I was thinking about that. Yeah, and you probably want to get your birthday boy one as well. Maybe. Yeah. Should we wrap this up? or? Uh, I think we should. We talked a lot about the birthday boy and the birthday boy traditions. <laughs> and, you know, once a birthday boy, always a birthday boy. Oh Is there God. anything else you would like to say since you're with the birthday boy today? No pressure, but if you forget, you won't well, be able to do it. Well, there is something I'd like to read, but I don't know if you want me to. Oh, is it a Bible thing? Just for today. Is it like, is hey. it? No, is it like, so we do a Jayla Loves Jesus? Or no, what? no, no, not that. Okay. It, it's just, um, it's just a passage just to remind um, people about what real, what Christmas is all about. But It's about the birthday boy. No, it isn't. Oh. Uh, well, I don't know if you want to grab the book, but do you want to give like a summation of it or? Uh, I mean, I don't, I mean, I was thinking about reading a passage. It's not going to be a long one. Oh, if you want to grab it real quick, uh, let's just say that the birthday boy is secular. The birthday boy uh, is agnostic. Well, we already know that. So this is, this, these uh, biblical passages do not reflect the belief of everybody's favorite birthday boy. That may change. But, but as of today, they do not reflect the beliefs of the birthday But first, before I read this, i got to do something. Just a second. Uh. Oh. <laughs> what are you doing? You <laughs> won't give the birthday boy brain damage by hitting the birthday boy. And the birthday boy is not convinced that Jesus was born on Christmas. And by the way, neither is Alana. No, that's true, isn't it? That even you're not convinced that Jesus was well, born? Well, I, I don't know when. On December 25th? It's just a, uh, the way that I see it, it's a day that's set aside. But let me read this. Really quick passage, and I can find it. Um, it's just from Luke chapter 2. These views do not reflect the beliefs of your favorite birthday <laughs> What? You're making, a, you're making a mockery oh, of me, Bubs. Oh, sorry, babes. This isn't right for the birthday boy behavior, Bubs. Sorry, babes. This isn't good birthday boy uh, behavior. Oh, sorry, babes. I didn't know. Uh, you are loved by the birthday boy. What? What? I, I, 
You be good. I am. I'm good birthday boy. I'm GBB. Good birthday boy. Okay, I'm going to read this passage really quick because right. um, this is this was what was um, recited in a Charlie Brown Christmas. This is one of my favorite movies. Hit it. Not my head. <laughs> not my head. I That's the birthday that. boy. That's I didn't, I didn't knock on your head boy. very hard. Did no, I? no, no, you don't. Okay. All right. All right. Here it is. And there were, and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there were with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And that's a passage. And what do you take away from that quote? It's just a reminder to me that this is what real Christmas, what what Christmas is really all about, and it isn't about Santa Claus and decorations and Christmas trees, even though it's a big part of it, and presents and <coughs> and wrapping paper and baking. But this is why this is why um, people celebrate this season. Generally. Oh, that's the thing we forgot to talk about. What's that? Yesterday, we're sitting around, and we were still thinking maybe we'd make a casserole mm -hmm. last night. And I said, hey, I really need to give you uh, the gift today that I <laughs> bought you. And after we eat dinner, you're like, you know, I think I'm going to open that uh, present you got because me. Because I had no idea what it was. And then I, I was all like, I don't need to know that you need it. I don't really think you need to do that now. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe it's something for my shower. Yeah. Maybe it's... Um, some uh, really nice smelling, I don't know, um, uh, toiletries or whatever. <laughs> but when you're doing the dishes and you tell me, I think I can open that uh, after I'm done with these. And I say, I don't think that's important. What went through your mind? Because I'd made such a big deal about it earlier. Well, I don't know because you're like, oh, you're going to, you're going to need it tomorrow. And it was. You know, you insist on... I said that on the 23rd because we were yeah, thinking about making... Yeah, tomorrow on Christmas Eve, but then yeah. you wanted to give it to me on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Yeah. I can wait. I mean, because I didn't know what it was. <laughs> and what did you think once you got the loaf pan? And I was like, oh, wow. Because I, I was thinking... I was actually thinking of um, <clears throat> looking for one because I've been meaning to get one. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to use it to, um, you know, if I wanted to make some microwave fudge. And I... And I was like, oh yeah, because um, I gave you the pan that I that I brought, I bought, yeah, because I didn't want it anymore, like three years ago. Yes, I don't know if you use it for anything, but I didn't want it anymore. Mm -hmm. And um, and I thought, oh, I wanted to get a loaf pan, but um, I don't have to anymore because you gave me a loaf pan. I thought that was nice. Oh, good. Now, in light of recent evidence that's like two thousand years old, the passage from the Bible, oh. and you saying. That Christmas isn't about getting gifts. Well, no, I mean, I mean, it's not all about the gifts. Oh. I'm not saying it's not about getting or giving gifts. I meant it's not all about it. I got a question for you. Yes. So, in this country, we celebrate 
Chris, we're gonna end this already. We are, but you you want the birthday boy to feel like he knows stuff. I guess. We celebrate Christmas, and it's not just because of the birth of the birthday boy. It's also... It, your birthday has nothing to do with... Sort of. It's okay. also acknowledgement over the birth of Jesus. And the question I would have for you is, why do people give presents that day? Well, because in the in the first Christmas, um, people wanted to come to uh, give their gifts to Jesus. And the the wise men, and we don't really know. I know people speculate that there's three wise mm. men because they gave Jesus gifts. Yeah. And um, they decided to give him gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And from what I understand, myrrh was a spice that was used for burial. So, um, you know, I think they used spices like aloe. And uh, back then they used aloes and myrrh. And um, I forgot what the frankincense were. I think frankincense was like, frankincense is like an oil. And myrrh is a spice. Yeah. And, and of course there's gold. But I think um, the myrrh represents also his um, his burial because... Um, before, before his crucifixion in, uh, one of the accounts in Luke, um, um, Mary Magdalene, uh, puts ointment and spices on his feet and then wipes her feet with his, with her hair, um, to get him ready for burial. So, um, from what I understand, myrrh was, was to, to represent burial and I could be wrong, but I, that's what I heard. And um, I can't remember what the gold and the frankincense were for. Now, Mary Magdalene was that hooker lady he used to hang around with? Um, she was a, a prostitute. I believe she was also the sister of Martha, if I'm not mistaken. And who's Martha? Um, Martha and Mary had a... Um, so, Martha and Mary were two sisters that were good friends of Jesus. And you've, have you heard the story about Lazarus? Uh, I've heard the name Lazarus. I'm sure uh, I don't really give me the broad. So details. there were two Lazaruses. There was Lazarus, a be beggar that was, um, that was carried into Abraham's bosom when he died because mm. he was a, a beggar. And then yeah. there was Lazarus who was Mary and Martha's brother who, um, died. He got sick and died, but, um, Jesus didn't come until four, four days later, even though, um, even though, uh, he came, he came on time to um to raise Lazarus from the dead. So I think we're getting off tangent here. Yeah. But okay, we can wrap this up. But yeah. suffice it to say you're getting presents on uh Christmas because of Jesus and the birthday boy also gets presents. Oh my Christmas. goodness. Yes. All right. One last time, babes. Is there anything else you want to say to your birthday boy? Happy birthday. Now you're one year older. <laughs> No, 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 no. There's a song called the Happy Happy Birthday Song yeah. by the Arrogant Worms. And um I heard it a long time ago and I thought it was one of the um I thought it was one of the funniest songs and <laughs> And your birthday boy approves. Right. Yes. Now <laughs> babes, would you like to kiss the birthday boy before we wrap this up? Again? Yeah. Okay. You get to kiss the birthday boy. How oh. many people get to say that today? <laughs> Not a lot. You're about to kiss. The birthday boy. Oh, my. We're going to have some cake and ice cream That's for right. the birthday boy That's later right. on. Yep. I'm really excited to um, introduce you to Jamocha Almond Fudge. Nice. I think you'll like it. Oh, good. I am, too. Yeah. I'm excited about it. 
Well, the birthday boy would like to wish everybody a happy holiday season. I like to say Merry Christmas and again, happy birthday to my birthday boy. Yes. Thank you so much, my dear. Uh, you will be birthday gr girl coming up. Uh, not in quite. April, and I will be almost <laughs> birthday boy coming up tomorrow. No, uh, no, it's, no, you have to wait another year. We want to remember all the past birthday boys like Humphrey Bogart, who are no longer with us, and who the birthday boy shares a birthday with. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy holidays from the birthday boy. And the birthday boy wishes you a happy new year. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.